It is an amazing feat unless you are next to him and just hoping not to die before you even see the college. L.D. had built a few apartments in a back alley of Lamoni to house Graceland athletes so they could save some money. Anything that is free is a good thing, so I wasn't about to complain. But I am not sure it would be fair to call them apartments. The entrance is in back through a door with cracks in it so huge you can literally see through it. And when the cold wind whistles through Lamoni, it is like sleeping on the surface of a skating rink. Behind a second door are four or five rooms and a single bathroom. It looks as if LD has converted a storage area, and my room is barely big enough to contain my six-foot-two frame. At least there is new paneling. I unpack, which takes about two seconds, underwear, socks, a few pair of pants, a thin jacket that soon proves useless in the weather. I go to my first football practice. Although I have played quarterback in high school, I have also played a lot of other positions. Running back, a little receiver. On defense, I play safety, and it is my best position. It's a lot more satisfying to hit than to get hit. I can throw the ball 50 to 60 yards without much problem. The greater question is where exactly I throw it. Receivers, in my experience, are often fleeting objects that suddenly disappear. But they need a backup quarterback, so tag, I am it. I take a few practice snaps, and then I drop back to pass, and I throw a perfect bullet right into the hands of Bob Hutchins, who goes both ways at running back and safety and is the star of the team for an interception. Hutchins is sailing down the sidelines. I angle toward him, and I am quick, and I get a clear shot, and I nail him. An assistant coach named Bill Dudek comes running over. Oh my God, you're a defensive player. Change his shirt. So I am moved to safety, a position that much better suits me. I adapt easily to Graceland. My only goal is just to fit in. I am a big man on campus, but a minor one. There is no obligation to show sexual prowess. We are playing Tarkio. They line up to punt. I am a little bit behind the line, almost like a linebacker. We put a cross block on to free the middle, and I sail through untouched. I have a perfect dot shot. I am hell-bent. But as I spring up to block the kick, my right knee is extended, and one of their players hits me square on in the middle of it. I limp off the field, and I have the sensation that my career in sports might be over. I try to rehab it, but it goes out a second time during a game of catch, and I know I have to do something. I have suffered medial collateral ligament damage and undergo an operation on January 2, 1969, in Danbury, Connecticut, by Dr. Robert Fornshell. He opens up the knee and puts a staple in to help stabilize it. He wishes me good luck. I received a wonderful letter from him after the 1976 Olympics, in which he said that most of his patients were now dead, so it was nice to see one who was still living and doing well. I, too, was happy about that. My knee is placed in a cast for six weeks, and I have already missed four weeks of the second semester when I return to Graceland. I can't run track, so instead I have to watch everyone else. 
I'm just trying to walk since my knee is horribly stiff from being in a cast for so long. LD does most of the rehab, massaging, cold treatments, hot treatments. I lay on a trainer's table and he forces my leg down and it hurts like nothing has ever hurt before, and LD being LD voices his sympathy in a distinct way. Just take it. I was used to the mantra because I had often whispered it to myself whenever my gender issues intensified. Just take it. Freshman year becomes a disaster. I have no motivation to stay in school when I'm deprived of the outlet of sports. The only good thing about my knee surgery is that I will most likely flunk the physical if I'm drafted. I am a wanderer once again, aimless in ambition or pursuit and already a discernible pattern has emerged. 